0: Powerful, Uh, very powerful. I felt it. You press the button, the episode started. It's all... It's happening. So (laughs) high-tech.
1: So high Dude, the button is actually kind of high-tech.
0: It is. It's a little Bluetooth button. I wonder if Jamie uses one of these. Jamie.
1: (laughs) Hey, Jamie.
0: (laughs) I can't even... I can't imitate that. Welcome, friends, to the Lou podcast with both of your hosts, including for example myself captain lou as well as
1: me luke there we are as well we are
0: there and we also are right here (laughs) and do i mean thanks to the miracle of technology you dear listener are also right
1: here with us
0: as well innocence (laughs) innocence innocence exactly so okay. now it's uh we are episode one oh one. It's gonna oh one. It's, it's about to get easier to remember which episode we're on. Because they just start again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's nice. Fresh. Uh,
0: clean. Feels good. slate.
1: It's like all the mistakes we made in the past hundred episodes are just undone. I don't think we've made any mistakes <laughs> at all. No mistakes. There's have been, been a made.
0: single one. No. But we oh, here we are. Last episode we doubled down on several, not all. We were shooting for the moon. That's fine. Yeah. I was
1: like we hit that
0: Van Allen radiation belt. <laughs> the
1: Van we, Allen radiation belt. We hit the belt. firmament. Yeah, we, right. hit the, we hit the firmament. Firmament and we
0: Stop. exploded like the 1980s Challenger disaster. Oh, dude, bro. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He went there. Gosh, dude. I was a kid in school when that happened.
1: Did you watch it happen? Yeah, we were
0: watching it on the TV. What did, what,
1: did, what did they do? Was there like a shocked God. silence? And your teacher was like, It was did did they try to make excuses? No. What it did was, they say?
0: It was just bad. I don't remember. I was just a kid. They Everybody's like, Listen kids,
1: this is the way that life is. <laughs> you
0: know? I was in second grade and oh, it was it was pretty rough. Dude. I feel I feel like it was second grade. I don't think it was Were people grade. crying? I don't know. That's so
1: funny, dude.
0: All you know is my pants didn't fit
1: right. <laughs> yeah, like, I wasn't, wasn't comfortable. I wasn't
0: wearing shoes I liked. Dude. Everything felt bad. <laughs> there was a tag in the back of my pants or in the back of my shirt that was itching me.
1: Dude.
0: It was awful. I hate that, dude. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, man. I'm always choking back my farts all day long to try to survive <laughs> without embarrassment. Jeez. <laughs> awful.
1: Yeah. the little cocoon of shame that was lou ross just like getting oh, like, into class so
0: scared some kid would make fun of me for picking my nose i know dude trying to figure out ways to rub my nose without dude, picking it sometimes another kid it... would point their finger right at you eh, hey, you're picking your nose mm-hmm. and, I, and i didn't know yeah the right move was to just double down but i don't like <laughs> picking my nose
1: i know some kids really dig it i i dude i dig I dig it. I maybe
0: did. I missed out on a whole thing. Maybe if there wasn't such a culture of shame in those days, I would have <laughs> you know, been one of those bold nose nose-picking yes. kids Gosh. who could just pick their nose in public. And some of them eat it. It's full on, dude. I'm literally experiencing <laughs> nausea right now. That's gnarly, man. Dude, There's I think a you're... lot of dude. filth that gets filtered <laughs> out of the air. You know, dude. even as a child, I knew that. I knew that was healthy, man.
1: Healthy. <laughs> dude, I was in computer class and we were learning about floppy discs or something in like third grade. And I I was accused of picking my nose and eating it. Which listen it's I don't like, know if
0: many people weren't at one point
1: or another. It's a very I, powerful accusation. I probably did, dude. I don't yeah. know. I was always picking my nose. Were you? Yeah, but it's like it's like a it's like a stress response or something. Like there's it's like uh when I was a kid i used to suck my thumb all the time and i would take my blankie and put it in my ear it was a really comforting thing i think it's the same kind of deal i when don't know I, when i was a freshman in college <laughs> i used to suck my thumb a lot dude i sucked my I thumb used until to take i was my like blankie, you know the silky part dude and just rub it just, <laughs> just rub the
0: ear dude Gosh. my goodness well you know a podcast based in the skateboarding experience yeah um, obviously, we are unashamed experiencers of what some would call the Christian experience, the Christian journey. We haven't hidden it so much as we've soiled it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's not hiding it. It's actually just soiling. Quite possibly
0: the worst Christians <laughs> uh, yet. Yeah.
1: but I'm trying.
0: Well, give up. Uh, uh, so we uh we doubled down on a lot of things did you afterward think there was anything that we we missed you know what i thought to myself i actually listened to a good portion of the last episode was it weird to hear your own voice i hate listening
1: to these i only listen to them to check audio quality and then i do
0: not care what my voice sounds like
1: at all i have a weird i have that weird thing
0: um no i i don't care i mean it always sounds different to the way you speak but i mean if that's the way you sound to other people then i mean that's they're, like they're used to it why why care
1: yeah good for you dude.
0: voted least likely to be prescribed botox <laughs> just let it all go
1: just let it go i i the thought that i had was um something like i i had like imposter syndrome for a second or i was like dude i don't even skate i haven't skated in like who cares? Runs, Who even cares? Well, partly because I really want to go skate, but I, do I have like a life and a kid. And it, you know been, what I mean? I've been, like to,
0: I've been jonesing to get out there. I'm like, oh, I,
1: I really want to go do that.
0: I do. Me too. But, but I'm, uh, I'm working. Come home. Got a grandbaby. Got a family. Got a house. I know. Got to rig up a bunch of stuff. I got to put a post in the ground. I got to start digging for an electrical line.
1: Oh, you have to do that. And I love it. That's sick, actually. I love it. No, it is good. It I is love good. it
0: more than I like skateboarding. Yes, I do. The reason that I don't skate more often is because I like other things a lot more. That's true.
1: Yeah. I value other things a lot more. I like skateboarding a lot. I
0: think that skateboarding is a lot better for everyone when they like a whole bunch of things even more than (laughs) they like
1: skateboarding. I agree with you completely.
0: We're telling you that if skateboarding is your life, you're doing it wrong, homie. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. That's why you love to listen and that's why you're here I'm to listen fascinated to by your own outrage of these <laughs> yeah, two right. people you want to call us posers but we're just what happens when you actually pay attention to what matters in life and skateboarding is just a freaking gravy on the good steak it's the, it really is like it, that. it's the icing on the cake it's a dressing on a well no salad is great but
1: sometimes
0: it's the no, there's nothing. Bacon, <laughs> bacon does not need anything.
1: It's the grease wonderful. on the bacon. And
0: stop it with the candied bacon.
1: I know, dude. Normal, you know what? Normal bacon.
0: You know what? That is.
1: <laughs> You're, wow, you really believe in this? I'm what? angry what, right yeah, now. What are you gonna say?
0: It is reprehensible. <laughs> it's reprehensible. Come in your restaurant. You've got a mug of bacon option, and it's all candy <laughs> sugar. Yeah. You are no, selling me milk. bacon in a mug and it's all sugar. Put... And that's why I eat bacon because it's chocked full yeah. of all the right lipids, good dose of <clears throat> protein, and a ton of B vitamins and minerals. The sodium is high, but you see, this is what counteracts the sodium. I don't care.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Try my diet plan.
0: <laughs> I do not care if the sodium levels are high. I got kidneys. It's fine. It's going to be fine.
1: Probably if you drink water and don't have like a pound of bacon every day. You're and probably
0: there gonna be is water in coffee and there is water <laughs> in Diet Coke.
1: And hot it's dogs. It's
0: all going to work out. There's even water in a hot dog.
1: <laughs> There's water in
0: a hot dog. Do you know that I've started doing that? What? Roller foods.
1: Dude, no, you've you haven't started doing that. You have just continued to do that. Have I always eaten roller? Yes, dude. And I've always been like, oh, oh.
0: No, no, no. No, I I wasn't aware because I've been working roofing (laughs) and I'll get hungry.
1: Yeah, you're gonna and I'll go
0: in there and I'll throw in three of those roller treats. And I don't mean the breaded ones. I'm talking about meats. Meats. Yes. I'll put three of them in one of them little boat dealios. What do you put on it? I'll put three of them in one of those little <laughs> boat dealios. <laughs>
1: what do you put on the
0: tops? And then I go straight to the the papers.
1: You're just eating you're just going at it raw? It's not raw. It's it's been on a <laughs> dude, roller for hours. No it's mustard raw. for hours, dude. No mustard, no
0: it, relish, nothing. Luke, things have their own flavors
1: i understand
0: but we don't have to put stuff on everything have you
1: had mustard on a roller dog it's like pretty good of course and mustard has zero calories apparently I've but heard. i'm
0: not a calorie counter it's listen <laughs> Shh. mustard is sour yeah Whoa. that's right it's sour oh my gosh sour and slightly spicy and that's fine and sometimes yes luke
1: you yes <laughs> if they
0: had the mustard with the full grain seed of oh the, yeah. yeah if they mm-hmm. had that mustard that's good thumbs up but yellow mustard which as chocked full of turmeric and good stuff for you mm-hmm. time to time usually i'm trying to make my work shirt last for at least four labor days and <laughs> yellow mustard on a black work shirt
1: it's just not, gonna it's, happen. not a, it's not it's not a go I understand.
0: so i just like clean kill like i get I'll get one of the beef ones yeah, and one of the spicy ones. And then I discovered mm-hmm. it's not very breaded at all. It's the Buffalo Chicken Roller. Oh. Those are good.
1: It sounds pretty
0: good. And it's already got its little sourness to it.
1: Do you ever hit like the beef jerky aisle? Or like... No,
0: dude. Beef jerky is a
1: racket. It's like very $13
0: expensive. $13 for something but, I dude, could eat in two sittings.
1: You could get the stick ones. There's like 20 grams of protein in it. I always do that, and the they have yogurts and stuff, you They're know it's too fun. salty
0: ironically no, it's it's that's hilarious. too salty that
1: is hilarious
0: um also i the grease to gristle
1: ratio yeah, it's all high
0: is it is too high, but the the spongy consistency of these roller meats <laughs> roller plus the meats. the idea that they've been sitting there rolling for a long time, and how gross that is,
1: yeah. It, it just doesn't you. It hits
0: right where I, uh, yep. So, pro- they
1: probably have a bunch of, it's probably a great lunch food,
0: dude. Well, so far, so good. I've been going for over a year now. Oh, bro. On roller meats a couple times with UDF or uh, Speedway. Yeah. Hit that roller thing. See what's
1: still on there. I'm just so, so happy that you stopped getting like the dude, sandwiches. Dude, the sandwich, bro. Two tuna fish sandwiches like pre-packaged chicken salad. Stop. Dude, egg salad. dude, I could not, dude. When I saw you and do we're that. We're
0: talking by the way, dear listener. <sighs> we're discussing we're talking road food on road trips. Oh. And uh these oh. were the days when I ate carbohydrates to a greater extent and I would purchase you know the little triangular packaged <laughs> sandwich. Dude. Um pre-cut little, little triangles and they're yeah. not soggy because they've they've dunked the bread in some
1: mercury or yeah <laughs> you know right you know They I mean?
0: mercury treated the <laughs> yeah, bread right, to keep it from soaking up <laughs> yeah, the tuna dude. salad
1: because it doesn't make any sense and, and as i'm
0: eating it i'm thinking i know this is probably mildly <laughs> to highly carcinogenic <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> mm,
1: boy yeah dude i watched mm, you, boy i watched you mac two of those like Two in the morning driving back from all time. Why wouldn't a guy eat two? <laughs> it was such a sight to behold. Is dude. one enough? I, I don't know. They were big, dude. Is, is one enough? Oh, man. That's so funny, dude. I mean, what
0: are you eating for if you're not <gasps> eating for comfort to assuage the, as, the, as you the wage. inner turmoil yeah. of a lifetime portion spent professionally involved in skateboarding? That's a great question.
1: It drives people
0: to pills. What's a speedway sandwich
1: <laughs> yeah, here and a, there? Well, dude, I don't know, dude. The <laughs> cost-benefit analysis there—I don't know see, about. I had people who wanted me dead. That's true. You, it was fine. Not that I'm accusing
0: you, Luke, of of begrudging me. <laughs> no, no, that's I, so funny. I dude. sense in your remarks a certain a certain admiration. <laughs> <of> <laughs>
1: it the is. It was a beautiful to be all,
0: Self-evident perversity of <laughs> yeah. my menu choice. Yeah. I, first, I was. Are like, you jealous no. of the degree of freedom I, I have? I,
1: to some extent, it's like seeing a guy in Birkenstocks. Like you hate them, but you also just socks, wish man. that you yes. were them. And then you buy a set, and you realize that you've been wrong the entire time, which is what so I did. So wrong, so wrong, dude.
0: I don't own any Birkenstocks anymore, dude. They're glorious, dude. They you are... were
1: like a youth pastor in the 1990s. You tell me you
0: never had Birkenstocks. I was wearing Birkenstocks in 1992. Ugh. you couldn't even find them. I discovered them. Did you
1: like buy them in Germany or only
0: something? the? Yeah, they were straight from Germany. <sighs> only the most hippy dippy. Oh yeah, people had them, and I was all about that life. I got a pair of Birkenstocks. That's it was a so big sick. expenditure for our family.
1: Yeah, it was like a hundred bucks or something. It was, and back
0: then a hundred bucks was like two hundred.
1: bucks. It really was actually. Yeah, yeah a trip, and we dude. didn't have
0: two hundred bucks, but my lady, she was cool with it.
1: <laughs> she cool. She cool.
0: And I, I wore wool socks. I wore those things year round.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, dude, full on I playing them, your
0: guitar. Wore them till they cracked.
1: I That's was so they sick. Were, I dude. was all
0: about that life. Oh, they came out with those Betula brand ones, which are the cheaper Birkenstocks, and the footbed was narrower on Ugh. those. I was always—I didn't own those. Okay, I wasn't going to wear them because the wide footbed, and I damaged my feet early on with boots that didn't fit. Yeah, dude. From my youth, I wore mm-hmm. boots that didn't fit, so I have a big knobby bunion on my right uh, foot. Me too. It's not bad. Me too. Man. I mean, mine is not bad because my foot is like when I put my foot on the ground, mm-hmm. as messed up as that toe is, and it has lost strength.
1: Does the toe kind of curve? It does a little right, bit. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. thing
0: is, is the the it's all spread out. It doesn't yes. touch the other toes.
1: Do you get? Do you work to get shoes with a big old toe box? Something like Vans are probably one of all the better options. All of my options? boots,
0: all of my boots are wide toe box. I have yeah. a very humane toe box on every boot <laughs> I wear. Humane. I buy them for tight heels and wide toe boxes. I want that. $250 that. Carolinas, that's a pretty low price for a boot nowadays if you're doing good boots. Which is a trip, um, yeah. A lot of lot of the Red Wings, they've got sizing for guys like me, wide. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have too many baggy heels. The, the Red Wings I'm rocking right now are the worst fit I've had in years.
1: Dude, it's but gone they, down the toilet. They, it's
0: true. Red Wing is, uh, I think they're pretty shite. Yes. But I really um, needed a waterproof insulated boot for yep. the winter. Yep. yeah. And they are comfortable enough to wear. They don't hurt my feet, but they're just like, oh, these are going to take forever to Break in, get the yeah. creases in the right places yeah, till right, they right, stop right, being right. that way. It's going to take yes. me two
1: years. But they're resolable and uh, I don't hate them. I don't. I think the last, the first pair that I had was when I was clearing out the lot besides the warehouse. You remember that? And I bought a pair of Red Wings and I wore those. I wore the soles off of those and they finally broke in and were glorious. But then yeah. I got a set in Denver. Tried to break them in, and they were just too small. And dude, I still don't have feeling on the top of one of my feet because it just rubbed. That is, that's brutal. That's damage. I think I gave them to somebody or something. I like. Yeah, see, I won't
0: do that. I abandon, and give away, or sell a <clears throat> pair of boots before I get damaged by them. Yeah, I've got a pair of Red Wings, whatever, eighteen eighty six Saskatchewan, eighteen eighty sixes, that are like all American made, blah blah blah, and they are a difficult fit. Ugh. They're not a bad fit, but they have to soften in. They have yep. to crease out. Um, they're not. They're not too baggy, but at the same time, they 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 just need to be wet and dry again. Yes, and get beat up. Yeah, and they're not safety toe. Uh
1: oh, yeah. So
0: I won't ride them on my motorcycle. Yeah, uh, I won't. Uh, I won't go to a, a bar in them. You know, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. No, I'm dude, I'm not going to. I'm I not going to go to a bar or I go out in public without a safety toe. Just in case. Dude, I get it. And I can't work in them. They're first they're too nice.
1: They're like 300 are they like $5 Red Wings. They're you're talking about boots that you like do a wedding in. Yes.
0: Yeah, Except that the boots I do a wedding in is like my oldest pair. <laughs> yeah, why,
1: dude? <laughs> when, you why I do <laughs> when I officiate, when I officiate a wedding, I'll
0: be on my oldest pair of cowboy boots. Yeah. And I'll always wear my heavy metal um lambskin jacket. Mm-hmm. I'm just like sitting on the floor of my shed
1: <laughs> dude, it's like probably a thousand dollar yeah
0: it's, like, it's ridiculous it's just i think it's like up. nikki six's brand or something
1: Something they made like six in the entire world I you have one of them and they're there being destroyed 15
0: <laughs> of them i think there are 15 or 50 that's or so something, funny dude i don't know yeah, something some small amount and i don't care <sighs> show up to your wedding to officiate it looking like a hobo because that's <laughs> yeah. it's Captain Lou, baby
1: that's you asked for it now yep, you got it you dude. did I, yeah.
0: I just did a biker wedding a month ago or so mm-hmm. and a few days before the wedding uh the the groom mm-hmm. says uh hey just really quick my my lady said she really wants all the all the men to be in button-up shirts and i i uh I own a black yeah. dickies long sleeve oh yeah oversized nice and loose you can still fight in it yeah which is nice button up sure i could still karate fight in the thing and i thought well, good thing i own that dickies otherwise i'd have to go to walmart and buy a black <laughs> buy a black dickies, dickies, dickies shirt <laughs> yeah, i didn't button have up shirt. i've worn it twice once to a funeral and once to uh, a wedding so two tw- three times i did uh, sean's wedding in it oh yeah i forgot that you had done that even... yeah pictures on the
1: interwebs. dude pictures on the internet bud yeah it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing you did my wedding in ah like yes, a huge bag the biggest They're like 4XL right carhartt carhartt bibs cuz it bib was on top of a mountain insulated so bib
0: overalls on the continental divide
1: that's what i'm saying baby
0: what mountain is that
1: that was i don't know what mountain it is but it's on the continental divide yeah. so it's it's loveland pass in colorado
0: and i don't even i don't even care I you guys looked so like GQ
1: models. It was sick. And then we got soap and cold, dude. It was yeah. so cold. In I fact,
0: w- you risked your life and health.
1: Hey, listen, the pictures were beautiful though. I didn't even care. I didn't even care.
0: I didn't even care. And afterward we went to bread bar. Yeah, I just hung out, dude. And I was not gonna be not comfortable. Yeah, we were Already experiencing hypoxia. <laughs> yeah, right, <You laughs> know? I couldn't
1: breathe. I yeah. literally went I went to the store and I bought oxygen container dude you just gotta smoke through that dude that's what i was doing <laughs> you've got to, you gotta chain smoke through so, that feeling of choking with every breath <laughs> so gnarly oh man that's funny man i i have
0: been looking around and there is so little mm-hmm. happening in um in skateboarding it's right all- now it's all just you know chew it up spit it into the next guy's mouth chew oh. it up, spit it into the next guy's mouth Bro. chew it up spit it into the same rehashed pro career same yes. glory days yep. same oh what what's it like to be an artist for world industries in the <laughs> 90s yeah. oh it was oh man i can barely remember it it was amazing <laughs> yeah, oh how much did they pay you oh what do they pay now oh you know and, yeah. uh, just yeah. like i'm sure tr- you know trying to find interesting things that are happening um, everything skateboarding magazine is cool. It's coming out in November with a second uh, installment and that's fine. We're just going to run the same ad we did. Sick,
1: dude. Sounds um, good.
0: Uh, and, and uh, I- I'm, I'm looking at it, but that's almost all um, it's almost entirely nostalgia Yes. or reflection upon things that have been reflected on. Yeah. One of the new directions that everything skateboarding is going mm-hmm. is they're conscripting, Folks to do stories for the magazine. Oh, cool. We saw one, uh, Bud, uh, my, maybe he's putting it in this episode. Uh, Bud Stratford, uh, big strap and lad, got on his longboard and got on public transportation and just went around and saw the sights in his city. Oh, that's a, that's a good Phoenix, idea. Phoenix, Arizona. I love it. With a longboard and a pass to public transportation. And he just went around and actually compiled really a tourism list. Yeah. Which is Interesting because the skateboarding is a less important part of that story. story, right? And that is that is a good encouraging framework, yes, for skateboarding yep. instead of uh, hyper focusing on catching your kickflip on the way up. <sighs> um, you've got this old guy. He's an old washed up skateboarder. He's like 50, he's like right? he's in, he's cruising up toward fifty, just like us. And yeah. he's he's six like eight. Dude, he is a massive man. And he weighs like 350 pounds or something, 320 pounds.
1: Viking of a man. He is.
0: He is. Big, jolly, giant. Truly. So that's that's very cool. Yeah. But I thought, you know, Luke, um, Mm. since we never talked about this, I thought about (laughs) um, we could uh, do on the podcast a bit of journalism.
1: Oh, interesting. On what?
0: And uh, one of the things that I have wanted to explore journalistically with Mm -hmm. the help of our listeners as well is woodward oh interesting so here's the thing Mm -hmm. it it would be muckraking okay or would it Uh, is woodward done with all that stuff
1: i don't know but i think that like 90 percent of anybody who would care doesn't know you know what i mean like I, i i don't think that a lot of people even know so it would be probably a, would probably be worthwhile to spend some time talking about it.
0: I I think uh, I think that uh, you know a lot of it is lost in my memory hole. Yeah. Um, but not too far. I, I still have <laughs> my like, memory hole. Well, who is Who is Tim Curley? Yeah. Is, is the first yeah, The right. first question is you've got to understand who Tim Curley is. Yeah. To understand, it's it's not where it started, Woodward. The problems at Woodward did not start with Tim Curley, but the thing that started the problems at Woodward mm-hmm. is shown by who is Tim Curley? Yes, and um, and the the perplexing connection mm-hmm. between Woodward Skateboard Camps yep. and the Penn State. Uh, child sex abuse case.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Tough. Th- all I could report on are the connections yeah. because everything is so memory hold and buried yeah. and edged out by all of the, all of the people who produce and keep the media. Yeah. Um, the whole time was a very interesting
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and darkly entertaining. Yeah. For, for those of you who, are, are you not entertained? You know, <laughs> um, gladiators. So. If we had little buttons,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I would have one of them would be allegedly.
1: <laughs> allegedly. Right? Yes. Right. And um, to be another
0: fair. one would be to be fair. fair yes, yes. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then we would have uh, the gladiator. Are you not
1: entertained? entertained yes. That
0: too. Those yes. are those would be really good that, ones. Mm. Yeah. Who is Tim Curley? Nobody, nobody noticed. And, and then the the next thing, the next thing you get is you, you begin to look and, and you know, it's muck raking. It's negative. It's capitalizing. Although we, we actually couldn't be accused of capitalizing because, you know, we give out our, (laughs) we give out our donation info every episode. I know. And we're not raking in whole bunch of money so before we do start to do that (laughs) yeah before we we should we should muck rake some muck yeah that way nobody will say that we're capitalizing (laughs) on super negative things where's your google um oh i got it here google isn't a thing man (laughs) google isn't even real dog is that even a thing
1: yeah what are you doing here
0: dude why are you using safari Bro, why are you lost in the feed, bro? It's an Apple device. It's a pro. It's an iPad pro. This is
1: you right now. What what should I be using? (laughs) I don't know. I just always use Chrome. You're probably doing exactly right. It's not a Chromebook, bro. Yeah, but you can download the Chrome app on Apple devices. That's what I do. So all my Chrome stuff is always on there because it's interconnected and they have all my passwords and know my face. So when the Mark of the Beast comes out, it's just, it's a, it's a smooth, tra- I don't want the bumpiness. I just want it to be smooth. They can immediately <laughs> register me. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I want it to just be a quick registration. I don't have to stand in line. Just just chip me. Yeah, just chip me. Do it. Chip me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I just looking up Tim Curley him? on Wikipedia. I just want, you know, like, yeah. let, you know, let's just,
0: yeah. you so, know. What you had was you had a giant scandal that broke out. Now, the scandal of Penn State basketball yes. was not. Okay. So it was a child sex abuse scandal at Penn State. And the scandal was, was multi layered. Yes. And Tim Curley was judicially punished. Yes. For covering up yes. the abuse that we hope was being committed only by. Coach Sandusky.
1: Yes, you know, we
0: we hope. I mean, you you know that you know that in issues like these, uh, all suspicions are allayed, put to bed, and gone with the conviction of a single person.
1: Uh, of course, yeah. That's why I'm so chill about the. By um... the way,
0: this didn't happen too long after the Dennis Hastert case, which he was the Speaker of the House of Representatives in the United States of America mm-hmm. and Republican. Okay, and he was convicted on so many counts of so much stuff that you just wouldn't believe it. It staggers the mind. Uh, Yeah. And so Jerry Sandusky, the coach of the Penn state basketball, a very winning team. Yeah. uh, Turns out had been for years committing gross acts of abuse. Yeah. Of minors. Yeah. And, and, Tim Curley was clear, was convicted in a court of law of a degree of complicity that was punishable. Yeah. In covering up the scandal. All right. Now, (laughs) you're like, what does this have to do with Woodward? Yeah. What does this
1: even have to do? What even does it have to do?
0: Well, the leadership at Woodward. The history of Woodward goes all the way back to Penn State. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. In fact, Woodward started as a youth basketball
1: camp. I did not know that. And
0: a cheerleading camp. Sure. And continued to be a cheerleading camp and continues to be um, related to. Uh, the same people are over Woodward, were over Woodward, as were right. over yeah the Penn State Bastions Pennsylvania Woodward, Pennsylvania was the first one yeah, and so they go and they hire Tim Curley as his employment. Woodward didn't hire Tim Curley, mm-hmm. but the leadership. People, person of Woodward hires Tim Curley to work administrative concerns mm-hmm. like accounting office stuff. Yeah. For a youth basketball
1: nonprofit. It, uh, so uh, hold on. How did you, how did this information come to you? Do you remember?
0: By being true and public record.
1: I didn't know because I'm looking it up. I'm having trouble finding anything about it. Well,
0: uh, it's uh, not the the basketball thing isn't called Woodward basketball.
1: Oh, it's just ran you're, by you're Woodward. Googled,
0: you're googling it wrong. Yeah. Oh what well. You, what you ought to do is use uh, Gary Ream. He's he's the 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 point person in the hiring of Tim Curley. Okay. You could put in Gary Reem hires Tim Curley. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Gary Reem is the founder and president of Camp
0: Woodward. Is well, it? is he now? Because I don't think he is anymore. He was the founder. Okay. He is the founder of Woodward. And yeah. he founded it out of out of Penn State affiliated intramural or amateur basketball camp
1: he's also stuff. the president of the international skateboarding federation which is formally organized and incorporated as. what's the date on
0: this article let me see because i think this is quite outdated
1: i gotta go to the bottom i
0: think he's he has now uh been let out of all such things
1: how was gary room connected to tim curley again okay,
0: gary hired
1: tim yes
0: after a short bid mm-hmm. in the pen yeah Uh, Tim was allowed to leave prison on work release. Okay. And that work release under supervision was to work in youth, nonprofit youth basketball. Mm -hmm. It was administrative work and that's what made it okay.
1: Oh, sure. Because he was not. Uh,
0: Because he was not. Totally. uh, Not, he was not um, subordinate supervisory accountability to a head coach who was abusing uh, young people yeah so he couldn't hide that that was happening but he was just in the but i'm sitting here and i'm like what did the men's shoe store didn't have any jobs for a guy yeah like why and why why always with the why yeah, just why why a well, youth why a youth non why a person who's had a conviction in conjunction with sexual abuse of minors. Why are they working in nonprofits for minors? Why? Mm. And this is all it is. uh, Yeah. There's no allegation of behavior here. The behavior that I'm addressing is actually the, to me, my opinion, an astounding impropriety in hiring practice. Astounding. We, if we had 10 applicants for the job and one of them was applying for the job to be a supervised work release for conviction of charges in conjunction with the, uh, with the, uh, <clears throat> with the abuse of minors, and, and the, the job was, was even in any way tangentially involved with minors, there would have to be at least a yellow flag on the plate. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you, would, know? you
0: would think. At least a yellow flag on the plate. You would think. Yeah. Uh, now you say, Lou, why, why are you being so picky? Well, because I know people. Like I, I know people whose parents have come to me in skateboarding and said, hey, I'm really thinking about putting my kid in Woodward. But I've heard harrowing stories that come out of Woodward of a distinctly sexual nature mm. um, from what they might today say, oh, that was a long time ago, right? Sure. went back when it was right next to the cheerleading school. Yeah. And who's mad if... Uh, 14 and 15 year olds are doing things with 14 and 15 year olds. Those are not the only kinds of stories that cross the plate with me. Sure. And some of the things that kids then having gone after the parents, you know, sent them kid came back and told me stories that maybe he wouldn't have told his parents.
1: Sure. Right. And
0: I thought that I did not have stories of crimes. Otherwise I would probably have had to report. But what I, did get were, um, stories of 18 and 18 year olds modeling to 13 and 15 year olds, some insane behavior. Sure. And it's like cockroaches. If you've got that coming out just at the, at the report back of what we're doing, not to mention making fun of fat kids, um, had a strong culture of making fun of the ungifted back then, I think now they do not have that now immediately cue Oceanic wave of, oh my kid went to Woodward and had a great time. Oh, I I went to Woodward. I've been a counselor at Woodward. I've been a dorm parent at Woodward, and it's just awesome. And you know what? I'm glad you're glad. I'm glad you're glad. But these are not the only things today. You know, we just just putting out there that this Tim Curley thing, not cool,
1: dude. I can't find anything on the net at all about him being involved with anything having to do with Woodward.
0: No, it's because it wasn't called Woodward, my guy. What's
1: it called? Well,
0: why don't you ask it? What was Tim Curley's work release when he got out of prison? I mean, this might take a little more. Yeah,
1: I think it's going to take some digging because the only thing that I have on work release stuff is uh, Curley's release from prison came less less than a month after former Penn State Vice President Gary Schultz was freed from the Center County Prison where he, too, served a sentence every... uh, I'm sorry. It's right here. I just saw it. Uh, a records officer at Center County's lockup said Monday that Curly was released on October 3rd. He was on a work release while at the jail laboring at a nonprofit cancer charity, mm-hmm. the Team Ream Foundation. Everybody. Team Ream.
0: And repeating Gary Ream's Team Ream.
1: Team Ream. Yeah. To go, go look and see what Team Ream Yeah, that's does. what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Team Ream, which is so strange, dude.
0: Well, I mean, this is the world we live in. It's, it's like, go ahead, Team Ream. Now, let's do it. Oh, Tamer in the Woodward
1: font. In Ooh. the Woodward
0: font. It's in Woodward font.
1: Yeah, okay. Full All right. on. Dang it. Dude. About. It's a not for profit organization established to preserve the memory, to grow the legacy, and to carry on the, r- the fight, the will, and determination of Brandon Oh, Ramper. Is this his like, son? It
0: looks like Gary had a loss in his family. That's really sad. Wait, what's this picture of? Okay.
1: Well, what do they do? Let me see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, their story. Go ahead, our story. I'm so sorry.
1: That actually really sucks. That is.
0: That's really sad. Uh, State College PA. So this is all located in there. Football and basketball player. Blah, 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 blah. This is so sad. See, what's really tough about topics like this. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's what's really tough about this is
1: that it so far doesn't say what it. Does. is a non-for-profit organization established to preserve the memory to grow the legs that's and not to carry none of on that the is fight, what the it and determination of brand and room of future generations none of
0: none of that is what it's it to does.
1: assist the everyday lives of financially disadvantaged individuals in state college and surrounding areas who've been affected by cancer and serious medical conditions okay keep going the team reading foundation is a publicly supported organization described under the section 509 a
0: 501 c3 but yeah
1: of the internet of the IRS code which is Taxes and as organization. That's okay. None of this is none of this is dark and scary. No.
0: all uh, American for Penn State volleyball blah blah blah. Get involved. Yeah. Disney events. Let's see. And that's st- Oh, you know what? Hmm. It's been redone. Oh, they redid it. Yes, this is all 2023. It used to be a youth basketball. It was very Yes. youth oriented i have all this in screen grabs i've got receipts okay. on it. if i want to dig in and theoretically if we were a real podcast we would do this digging uh before <laughs> the episode yeah, right. but here at captain lou we think that's ridiculous yeah. we'll just muck around on it for a second. <laughs> yeah, right. and what we'll do is ask you whether you remember when um this really came out when jules lynn oh yeah who was a uh, really uh she's a really uh Messy figure in skateboarding. Yeah. One of the problems with Jules Lynn. Now she was not a part of any Penn state or even Woodward thing. Yeah. But what happened with Jules Lynn was she also raked the bottom of the pond. Yeah. And brought up to the top, some sediment that everybody wished didn't exist. Yes. And just wanted to let it settle back to the bottom. Yeah. And she was like a human hand grenade. She just went yeah. She recognized that there was going to be no justice in her case. And um, her particular experience was in mm. conjunction with the X Games. Yes. Early X Games were a nightmare sure. of moral bankruptcy. Mm. And I mean civic bankruptcy as well. A lot of illegal bad stuff going
1: on. Yep.
0: A lot. And Jules was casualty of the grooming and the perverse um, opportunism of older x games personalities um, specifically one x game personality who was a very well-known judge and um, the the police weren't going to be able to do anything with it they said so they didn't So she went to the airwaves and simply made her allegations super public. Um, Obviously she was struggling with substance abuse. It was obvious in her material. She was, she was struggling with recovery from substance abuse and the personal mayhem that so often follows abuse of that nature, all of which mayhem, including substance abuse also destroys credibility. Yeah, and includes that person being themselves a you know like not not an admirable person. Yep, and she bravely put forth her story, and in the midst of that, the the focus fell onto
1: um,
0: our previous starting point. Yeah, who is Tim Curley? Yes. And she did a bunch of talking about that too. Sure. And I think that if there were isolated or networked characters in the skateboarding, you know, the, these, these big corporate high dollar skateboarding things who were abusive, coercive, opportunistic, predatory, um, That should be exposed at the Thrasher level, Hmm. at the nine club level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This is house cleaning that's absolutely necessary. Yeah. It's never happened.
1: No. The only thing that we ever saw was the Jinkum article. The Jankum article that came out. You remember that thing?
0: That's putting out fire with fire. Yeah. Um, They just sort of put it to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not the nature of this kind of thing. That's one of the reasons why I was I'm so I have such a chip on my shoulder mm-hmm. about magazines like Jenkum. Sure. Um, you know, and they're never going to do any more than that. It's always going to lie out here in the non monetized space. Right. Right. Because, I mean, if they really went there, if they really dug. Yeah. I mean, in the wider world, journalists are killed for things like this. Yeah. All the time. For real all the time when they do investigative <clears throat> journalism and they speak truth about power that would hold people accountable and hold communities accountable for at the, in the best case, it's a massive failure In the worst, you know, so Excuse me. Oh. and we, we even in our own city have, you know, we've not been there because we don't hang out with that, but we, we have heard just hair raising stories of kids at parties, yeah. Among the skateboarding people. And even as I say that, I think, wow, if our local skateboarders listen to this, they're going to freak. You know, yeah. we had one, we had one photographer here. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Who committed a major crime against a child and the local skate shop publicly on social media. Yep. Promised that anyone who even spoke about it would be crushed. Yeah. They'd be eighty They'd be blacklisted. I think was the
1: term. He said, get this shit off my page.
0: Yeah. And uh, you remember it. Yeah, that was yeah. a really gnarly deal. Dude. And um, and they put out a fatwa on anyone who spoke out and said. And in fact, that was in response to somebody, the actually the, the head of their page saying we need to have a community discussion about this. And community discussion is the number one first thing that gets just attacked.
1: Yeah,
0: and um, that's wrong. Yeah, that's so wrong that you don't deserve a skate shop. You don't deserve a, a legacy. You don't deserve a pro career if you are going to fight against the larger conversation after such a thing happens. And so, because of that, Ugh, yeah, no, the lesson learned was keep that stuff secret. Yeah, that was driven home in our community. Yeah. And I think that's just a microcosm of skateboarding in a larger sense. You're not going to see. And it's tough because then you can have very shallow identitarian anger and power economies going on about all sorts of injustices and stuff. Right. But nobody's really telling the story of children who have been abused and causing the the, the shifts and the exposure. By the way. Mm-hmm. If this sort of thing were exposed, it would damage everyone. Yeah, right. This is not the kind right. of topic that puts everyone back together and makes everything <laughs> and better. And nice, it right. It shows us how bad things were right under our noses. Yeah. And it makes people who are considering behaving in that way toward the vulnerable, it makes them more afraid, but it makes everyone else less happy. Yeah. And that should be fine. That should yeah. be the cost we're willing to pay.
1: Yeah, as it's I not. that post that you're talking about was such a microcosm of what we're discussing because which post is that? The post where the guy was like, "We we can't be silent about this."
0: Yeah, we need to have a, a, discussion, a discussion as a community.
1: Yep, as a community, it was it was a great post, and immediately, like first comment yeah. was like, yeah. "Take this shit down, get this shit out of here." Yeah, and the guy was running the Facebook page for the. The local DIY, and he and quit the he, Facebook. He quit. Page. He quit. He stopped. He doing quit it.
0: the Facebook page. Uh, I, uh, um, yeah, he quit the Facebook page. It was so
1: gnarly, dude. I was
0: accused of capitalizing on that when I stood up in that group and said, "No, the opposite.
1: Yeah, uh, is please. true. We
0: right. need to have what could be messy discussions that harm yeah. brands. Yeah, and hurt markets. Yep." Yeah. Um, just like we need to have messy discussions that harm brands and hurt markets about fentanyl and OxyContin and yep. heroin among yep. skateboarders. Yep. But no, when that when that chance, that opportunity comes up in an interview, say on the Bunt or mm-hmm. on the Nine Club, right. they nice guy their way right around it and yep. say nice things about niceness. Yep. Always <laughs> focusing on the positive is not always the most. Taking the easy way isn't the easy way, my friends. No, no, kicking the can down the road. Well, and you get all the people who are like, Well, I skateboards, I skateboard so I can relax. Hey, you know what's funny? Um, one way to relax that's not skateboarding, mm-hmm. which by the way, I see the same guy throw in his board because he can't, lay, lay I on know, track. He's freaking
1: out. So, right?
0: one way to relax that isn't skateboarding is do hard work. And achieve some results and then you can have some satisfaction.
1: I know. Crazy. Yeah.
0: And also buy a house. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> right. Get a career. Get married.
0: Then Not you me. can then you can build that four foot quarter park right. with 18 inches of vert that you say that you want kids oh, to yeah. be shut down for. Right. You can build Absolutely. that in your backyard.
1: You can have a in the backyard. There it is. I know. Instead of making it a feature at your stupid skateboard Oh man. It's dark. It, dude, it See, is. Right now we're both bummed out. I know. But it, that's right. It is. That's a it, a good it's it's good. It's better than the opposite, which is having kids being hurt long term and then all of us yeah. acting like we'd never saw it. Or... Just a constant
0: low grade fever. Oh you know it's yeah. funny because we every now and then back in the day, B I T D um some photographer guy would come into the skateboarding community, um some older guy and he'd be a creep. Yeah. And everyone would be like, yo, stay away from that guy. Yeah. And they'd shoo him away. Yeah. But he was also a kook. Yeah. He wasn't running your giant system of camps and your giant nonprofits and things like that. Now I'm not accusing any camp guys of being that creep, right? but I am, I am positing my opinion that they are far too adjacent to things that are dark enough to make a clean cut in the professional realm with. Yeah. And it's, uh, It's disturbing to me, and I would prefer to disturb you, dear listener, with these considerations. In the interest of making it a lot harder in the future for this sort of thing to go on, I have a suspicion that the shop owner who says, get this off my page, anyone who talks about this is going to be 86 doesn't really appreciate or understand the safe space that they are creating for those things to continue happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think about that. And I'm, I said that in a very measured way
1: and good for you, man.
0: Well, hopefully good for our (laughs) listeners. We'll see. Yeah. I said that in as measured a way as I can muster. Um, I'm actually, I don't feel angry right now. I feel sad about it. I feel burdened. Um, yeah, I'm not in a real place of anger, Yeah, but, um, What's ironic is these measured and considered words that I have put out there have in the past contributed to a culture of death threat and elimination through coercive means right. in the community. And I, I preferred in the past to be eliminated from the community in that way, mm. to be a pariah rather than lay my head on my pillow at night knowing that nobody is speaking up about this stuff. It's ironic to me because lots of people like to pretend that they're oppressed lately. I know. It's kind of thing. Um, if people are making up stuff and digging down and digging back for stuff to be offended about. Dear ones, be offended about even the possibility of this and be curious. and Fire up your Wayback Machines and your Googles. I've got all these. Yeah. I've got all these. Uh, I'm... I would... L-Y-N-N, by the way. L- L-I-N. Yeah, you're, you're Google searching.
1: C L Y N N and Jules Lynn. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. You spelled yeah, yeah. it L I N. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Classic. Oh, all right. <clears throat> you're not,
0: you're not hept to the history of skateboarding to the same degree as me, which is not a great degree. I don't collect that. That's cars. to your credit, my guy, to your credit. You're still digging around.
1: I am. Tim only...
0: Curley is still employed by Penn State.
1: That was 12 years ago.
0: Okay. Well,
1: it's fine. The only thing that I can see. Yeah. House arrest, prison, then house arrest, arrest then work and release. Work release while in and prison. He, he worked he, 40 hours at Team Ream, which team, is an associate. Team Ream. Yes. Which is a it, it is non-profit. A, it's a
0: non-profit run. By, at the time it was run by Gary Ream. I think that Gary Ream has offloaded himself out of yes. all that stuff. Yes. And how this guy got past all the newspaper reporters. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't. I can't understand where the media has been because Woodward was a highly charged cauldron of young boys and young girls who were being supervised by young young men and young young women yeah for the most part and the skateboarding end of it was uh, I mean just look at cater Silla's I know visit to Woodward recognize this that was still like 10 years after yeah it was this re- stuff was going on recently like yes. really uh maybe five but it, it was you can see the culture at woodward is not woodward camp ask judge what is that dude
1: are you kidding me dude oh that's crazy Campbell- click it
0: again and let's see if we can get, catch a title it's all behind but woodward Camp asks judge to dismiss, to dismiss sexual, dismiss abuse, sexual lawsuit. abuse lawsuit.
1: Woodward Camp faces second, second allegation. allegation of sexual so this abuse. This is going to be the same thing. What, what's the date? Involving gymnastic coach. Uh, yeah, so
0: um, the thing is, I, I do know this, that Woodward has been, over the last five years, has been putting, they've been re reforming their leadership and doing all the things that should have, ought to have been, having been done. Yeah from the beginning and they are proud as punch and just out there saying that they've really professionalized it lots of complaints that was cater Silla's rant and breaking things was that woodward is is now a bunch of kooks and they have non-skaters as counselors and things like that but that's that's a good thing um everybody backed Silla. I mean, his career obviously took no hits on his behavior or his disposition towards something that was probably a compensation for at the, at the best Woodward was rife with deeply inappropriate experiences for the children of parents who sent their kid there not to have sexual escapades or to be sexualized.
1: Dude, yeah this is gnarly whether
0: by peers or by older older people or by adults okay but rather for them to have had a a break from all those types of social tensions and get to enjoy learning how to skateboard from people they could rely on at least to be safe from sexualization for the week but that cost like back then it cost
1: like over a grand for a week yeah i'm sure it's woodward like was insane. for kids who
0: have lift tickets
1: yeah literally dude woodward is for kids who have lift yeah. tickets. now right. i
0: see an article camp woodward rape scandal what's that on
1: new school or this is Kong? i would not say that this is a very reliable source but let's see if
0: they uh Tip line is open if you're campers at Woodward. Uh, this, is this skateboarding
1: Woodward or is this? Uh, this was or? in their PA camp, which doesn't have a ski program, but I learned about this on Tuesday and have heard nothing about it since.
0: Okay, so that it like, seems anecdotal and yeah, not reliable. We are not, we are not alleging um, that we are, we are opining that from secondhand accounts from kids who've been there. And from the simple landscape of the Gary Ream, Tim Curley connection, yep. this should have been looked into.
1: Yeah.
0: This, and the problem is that law enforcement has a very difficult, very oh. high standard that they have to adhere to. So yes. it's, it's almost better, you know, Jules Lynn L Y N N. She, she went ham and just made her whole manifesto public and in it, she sounds like a raving lunatic Yes, and she got more and more metaphysical Rastafarian sounding yeah. as she went with these manifestos. But that's what you get from people who may really, truly have been used in the way that she was abused in her life. It all, it all fits the profile. And so that, no, another thing. Go ahead. A career in extreme sports was completely ruined and never was there a defamation movement taken against Jules. Hmm. There were no cease and desist that I know. Yeah, sure. Right. There was no defamation lawsuit yep. because if there's a defamation lawsuit, then the accusation and it's corroborative elements, the corroboration of that accusation become public record in court. Yep. And from that, if it is found to be credible, an indictment can be passed down through. That's what that's one of the possible reasons that there was never a defamation suit. Right. Now, maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe there was a defamation suit. Um, yep. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You pulled it up. So um, And then I don't want to go into that. That's one. fine. Yeah. So it's so bad. Yeah. And it happened under everyone's noses the x games one happened yes everyone's noses yeah um guys were making jokes about that that's what really bothers me is your your favorite pro skateboarder thought that was funny Funny. yeah thought that was funny yeah you know your favorite skateboarder might even have been a christian by then and they just they just laughed it along yeah sure that is not that is not
1: acceptable
0: i mean i was but I mean, think where would lance mountain's career be if he stood up against something
1: like this probably in the garbage gone it would yeah be gone. Right.
0: where would ray barbie be if he stood up about right. something like where would jeff grosso be actually grosso it's kind of it would have been cool that would have been sick grosso coming against this in a love letter yeah would have been would have been good good medicine absolutely yeah maybe they recorded one i'm Maybe he did do this. Maybe it's in the archives.
1: That'd be sick. I'm thinking about this Tim Curley thing, even if it turns out that he just was on work release working at Team Marine, this nonprofit cancer deal.
0: Yeah. And specifically, he wasn't with kids. And he never did anything to a kid. He was just apathetic. right? In terms of the convictions in the case, he never did anything. He was complicit
1: by covering. But even that, still yellow flag on the play, in my opinion. It's yeah. a Woodward associated.
0: It was Through deal. through Gary Ream.
1: Through Gary Ream, right? So that entire so it deal, shows that
0: Gary Ream was bros, such bros, yeah. with the Penn State situation.
1: That he was like Hell that yeah. he
0: was willing to risk the reputation of Team Ream and Woodward by hiring Tim Curley. That's the bro
1: level, yes, that they were yes. at. That that's what it says to me. That's my opinion. Yes, exactly. Me too. Yeah, even that again. That's, yellow flag. I don't know
0: in what world that kind of even stupidity I know. is allowed to be in charge of anything. Yep. Then what you, when you go and see what he did with USA skateboarding and the great controversy about getting into the Olympics and you see yep. the unethical and terrible things between the organizations there, mm-hmm. you begin to see that the, the core of this culture was territory and an emerging market. It was territory in an emerging legacy yep. and a culture in which anything goes and i just
1: golly dude i know and, yeah, and burn it down dude and with fire put that into context as just like a drop in the bucket of the epsteins and the hollywood i wasn't and, even thinking of that.
0: you know what i mean it's like so funny my my dude brain, my brain didn't even
1: wasn't even thinking of that you can only but have you, so much bandwidth you, <laughs> dude yeah I, I mean
0: i just was looking at this one thing today today yep. it was just gary Reem Tim Curley, yeah how does that happen even within the bounds of professionalism was yeah, there nobody, absolutely right was there nobody on the board of such a large I mean they had
1: woodward they had Woodward West by then yeah one hundred percent nobody even on the board who well what's insane to that is what's insane is that powder at that point owned Woodward and so no. you would think that powder no. would be so I believe that powder
0: powder Bought Woodward relatively recently. I think it was in and 2009. It, okay.
1: I think that it was in 2009.
0: Well, powder are the ones who've come in and started to implement all of the vetting and all yes, of the professionalism. Which is sick. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it was well, in, think if they bought it in 2009 or 2011. Well, bought a majority okay. share of Camp Woodward. I read another thing that said 2009.
0: Yeah, um, I think that Powder bought the rest of it recently.
1: Oh, okay. They, they did like a full yeah, a full, full takeover. Okay. I don't
0: know, and and honestly, I have a day job. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I, I don't feel, uh, I don't feel like the Powder acquisition was oh. was full until about I call it four or five years ago, because that's yes. when my friends who do camp at Woodward began to report back to me that they're really locking it down. They're vetting people. Good. They're restricting yep. kinds of accesses. The sneaking out, the the fooling around. Yeah, really cracking down on it. You they're just eating, can't, dude. Yeah, you they're, can't. They're cleaning it up. Well, they
1: did. Well, I, they, they did, did. But I'm glad they the powderism.
0: They did it for well head. over ten years worth yep. of worth of campers there. Yep. So that's that's where we're at with Captain Lou today. Yes. Um, who is Tim Curley? Yeah, was a. That's just a a start of yep. pulling on this thread. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe next time we come to you. We will be uh, just a, just give you another little tidbit yeah. on this, and relate it again to the way that our communities, I I see as a culture that we, this is in human culture. We yeah. hide these things. We don't talk about these things. Yeah, and it it creates a condition that is that is uh, worse than. It, it allows the proliferation of this kind of behavior yep. and this kind of culture and it should not be, Absolutely. and that makes everybody less happy. And we're perfectly happy with you being less, less happy, happy Absolutely. as long as you are, you know, but again, we're going to give our recommendation that you stand at the crossroads and look to the ancient ways. The ancient ways are the right ways yep. and that you get based and get grounded and get yep. rooted deeply in the ancient ways and have done with all of this, deciding what something, what reality is in your brain. You've, you, you, are you're, you're smarter than this. <laughs> you are way smarter than the, you're better on than that. this. Yeah. I really think so. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening. I feel like we would be remiss if we did not encourage, nay, I adjure you.
1: I, I adjure you. To
0: go to singularcom yep. Shop yourself up some life skateboards. If you do not know about the, about the sweet skateboardery goodnesses of life skateboards uh you can just listen to our other episodes and catch me ranting for many minutes at a time yes yes dear friends
1: also right. um if you have thoughts about what we talked about today send us an email at 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 gmail.com we'd love to hear from you i'm sure that many of you have stories and we'd love to Censor all your name and detail information and talk about it. If you want
0: us to censor you out, we will. Also today, good news. We've got another laptop. Oh, yeah. We've good. got a gaming laptop coming into our hands in the next few hours. Oh, so uh, it's time to get a mixer and figure out what we're doing. Jeez. And uh, maybe we'll have them buttons ready with the
1: Ooh. allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> to be fair. Are you not entertained?
0: <laughs> also, we'll switch on the uh, bwham, yeah We're going to do it. It's good. We can get some of that background music. Oh, lovely. That, that lo
1: fi hip hop background music. Dude, lo- do- do- for the entire episode.
0: Thank you, dear listeners, for being with us. We will be back at you shortly. Once again, Captain Luke Podcast for what it's worth.
1: Laters.